0: Hi, I'm Steve Vargo with a new video series called Can I Ask You One Question, where we track down industry experts and gurus, and we try to learn one thing from them that we can immediately apply to our our professional lives or our personal lives. So uh, I'm going to pick the brain of one Dr. Alan Glazier. So Alan, it's great to see you.
1: Yeah, always great to see you, Steve. Thank you for having me.
0: Ellen, I don't remember when I joined ODs on Facebook. It was a long time ago. But what I do remember is I was one of the first 500 because I still remember you posting, we're at 500. What is the count now?
1: Uh, Well, I can find your number because I have, I log it in. If you want to know, I'll do that when we're done. Uh, We're at 43,700-ish now.
0: Okay. So you've grown a little bit. So you've obviously been very influential in growing uh, your brand on social media, the founder of ODs on Facebook. Uh, you've used multiple platforms to, to, to grow a practice and build a brand. And those platforms have changed a lot over the years. And now you even have a show on YouTube called Scene. So um, my question to you is that if you were to start a practice today and you wanted to leverage the power of social media to build your practice, to build your brand, where would you invest your time and energy?
1: There, there's really, that's a great question and it's, it's, it really boils everything down for the small business person, especially the people who kind of don't really think it's necessary uh, or or maybe are a little bit scared of it. Uh, that's not the younger group of ODs now. It's the it's always been the older group. Um, but there's really only two goals. If you want to do marketing now, you have to be online. There you're just you're missing out on too big a part of the population in a couple ways, and I'm going to explain that. But you know there's only two ways to use it for small businesses, and that would mean our practices. And uh, when you're doing one of the ways, you automatically end up doing the other. So that's convenient. You don't have to know too much. Um, The most important thing to remember, the number one thing by far is that you have to create content that establishes you as a thought leader in the minds of the readers uh, as an authority, as an expert in the topics that you hope to drive people in to see you with. Now, content is, is simply writing. When you write a post on Facebook or Twitter, that's content. Uh, when you create a blog or a video or a podcast, a picture of something cool in your office with a, a tag on it, all of these things are content. There's a whole list, games, game, games or contests. These are all things. Now, the content you create, though, has to have more value to the reader than to yourself. In other words, it has to be non-promotional. You have to showcase your expertise and give away your knowledge in order to draw people towards you. And a lot of people don't want to do that. They don't like giving away their expertise for free, but it's just the way it is. It's not going to work if you don't do that. Um, Anything that's written and even anything that's video recorded now should contain keywords, key phrases that people use to search for the products and services you want to be found for. So, because that's how, It will it'll get into the second part of this, how that works in a minute. And it it should be published regularly over a long period of time. Um, And you can one thing people always ask me is, well, how much content should I create? And in in my book I wrote in 2010 on how I use social media to grow my practice, I I had Glazier's rule and I was really excited to have a rule. You know, I had a rule and it's Glazier's rule. (laughs) Anyhow, Glazier's rule says you can never create much content as long as the content you create has more value to the end user than to yourself and and when you do that again you start to create an audience that's how you get followers that's how people learn about you and and that's how people find you nowadays in in these in these uh, forums and the second way is that by doing all of this you automatically get recognized by google as an expert in the subjects that you write about and google elevates your listing in searches for the products and services that you hope to be found for. And that's called search engine optimization, also known as SEO, which is critical, absolutely critical, because the people in your area who are doing this are elevating themselves in search. And unless you are also, people aren't going to find you. You need to be positioned really well on page one of Google. Um, and there are other factors that you can do. Um, I'm going to not take this on too much longer, but to to make sure that you have good SEO and that other than good content, and that is getting good social reviews, because Google layers these things to paint a picture of you to decide if it should elevate you. So if you're creating good content and you're reviewed well, meaning you have a good business, they're going to want to show you to the people who use their search engine and. Your your website or your landing page, whether it's a blog or whatever, or a YouTube channel needs to be well thought out and not templated. In other words, you should have a real developer develop it from the ground up so that you can take advantage of what the backend coding that helps you with this SEO. And then the, finally, the last thing is you'll, you'll enter, your content goes into what we call a content marketing funnel where you shoot it out to your social media pages in a in a manner that helps drive people back to your homepage, where you can capture things like emails uh, and 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 send your own customized message without having to depend on platforms that are owned by Facebook or whatever. And um, so that's basically really boiled boiled it down to those two things.
0: It would be hard to saturate the market these days in social media, wouldn't it? With so many different platforms out there, I mean, unless you're bombarding somebody's email inbox. Uh, I I remember hearing Gary Vaynerchuk say that if you're familiar with him he just puts out content continuously and he says one of the concerns that he hears from people is how much is too much and he says it's really difficult we have so many channels now out there that it would be really difficult to to oversaturate yourself so it's interesting that you said uh, the the frequency or the quantity as long as it's interesting and relevant it, it would be hard to have too much going out there and the reviews there's just there's that social proof component to that. And I know I hear doctors say I don't care what people put on my reviews and but other people do and it's such a critical um, component of uh, your ability to sell yourself is people tend to look toward what are other people saying. We have a cognitive bias, right toward what other people tend to think. Um, so I, I think we need to be mindful of that as well on the review side.
1: Yeah, I think to add to that, you're exactly right. And I, I've met Gary. Uh, we actually hung out one time. Uh, neat guy. He's a million miles a minute. I thought I had a lot of energy, man. But the, the, um, the, the stuff you create, the goal is really to create share-worthy content, and meaning something that somebody sees and not only gains value from, but like, this is cool. This, this, and this friend needs to know about it. And you, you want to, you want to kind of go towards that, trying to get that viral thing out there. Uh. So yeah, I, I if it's annoying, it's it can be can work against you and I think you'll get a good feel of that based on the response you get from what content you create but generally it's none of us I mean look we're talking about people who who barely even are doing anything on social media I don't think they're going to have any trouble oversharing I don't think that'll be an optometrist concern
0: yeah Alan I could talk with you all day but I, I made the uh, strategic decision to call this can I ask you one question which I think I already uh, <laughs> broke that premise so um, I love the show uh, that you have out. Tell us just a little bit about that. How would somebody, uh, you know, where can they watch it? How would they see your new late night show?
1: Yeah, thanks. So uh, we're excited to bring the first TV show, a late night, what I call a late night show to um, optometry. It's called The Floor Scene. F-L-U-O-R, I was spelling it wrong all these I was spelling it like flower scene and S-C-E-N-E. And, and what it is, it's a scene of all the channels I've created kind of pulled together and then presented through this. All the information shared, interviews, we have features and it, it's a lot of fun. It's on YouTube. If you search the word fluorescein spelled properly, you'll find it. And uh, we look forward to having you also posting it on ods on facebook and our linkedin channel and everything so if you're in any of these networks you'll probably see it and come by and please subscribe and and consider sharing it with your friends as well
0: we will do thanks so much alan you'll have to tell me the great. the, uh, I love the story about gary Vaynerchuk. sometimes so
1: yeah definitely i love what you do keep that. up the good work and thank you for everything you bring to the industry
0: you as well thank you buddy